Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Washer. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And we're mm-hmm. at Season 3, Episode 13, No Country for Old Dads. Old Dads, yep. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. But again, like, like they, they, they tend to pull... Uh... Uh, some of these uh, the titles are a little too cheeky for their own good, or they, like maybe that's on purpose. They want you to think one way. It's gonna go. Hey, you're thinking White Snake? Sorry, it's Abba, pal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but uh, um, you know this could have gone. Uh, it, this could have been um, what's his face from the the Coen Brothers uh, movie, Anton Corbin, or what? That's the, who no, it no, was. That, that's what yeah, it was supposed yeah, to be. I mean, with yeah, the, yeah. With okay, by the way, it's oh with the hair, dark in the, way, the wig, the wig, right. yeah, the hair. Right, I, right. Uh, but before I mean, we, that, before we yeah, get into that, I needed to tell you something. It's the strangest thing. It's one of those things. Everyone has a, a few. I've never seen No Country for Old Men. I've seen yeah. clips yeah. of no, it. Oh, well, awesome. I know it's good. And I'm a Coen Brothers yeah. fanatic. But for whatever reason, I've never seen it. Yeah, I feel like I need to see Burn uh, After Reading. I hear that that's really, really good. I haven't seen that one either. Like, of it, like ahead of its time kind of thing. So... <laughs> but I, even I got that. I'm like, they put Damien Dark in a blonde uh, wig of the guy. Yeah, you know, we'll, get the wig. we'll get to the wig. We'll get to the wig. So, before we get to the Netflix synopsis, I just want to talk real quick about news and notes. We got news, and, news notes. and notes. We got a little news and notes. First of all, um, that's all we got right now for music uh, for an entry is like a, a a, a squeaker of a fart so for those of you out there who want to replace our current theme which once again is <laughs> if you can if you've got anything out there um we're open because we got vancouver girl and we got those two two guys the guy who does the opener and the people who do the end mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's where uh we're still looking for an, another version of the theme or anything else you want to if you want to drop a you know drop us your soundcloud maybe we'll uh, switch it up every week Okay, now that you mentioned Vancouver Girl, I got to mention this thing that I read, I saw online. Okay. I, I know she won't mind. It was public. So what she does is she goes, she finds where they're filming these shows in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. She shows up, she maintains a respectful distance and takes pictures and puts them online. And often mm-hmm. in full superhero regalia. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen some pictures really well done too you know to, to get some attention and everything when like like i guess i think grant gustin like looked at her and went hey, hey super girl how you doing and uh and apparently you know she's developed a bit of a fandom that have started some sort of like fan page for her and she was like went online to thank them but also with the tone of like Oh really? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> it's wild. That's great. Well, good for her. I mean, like that's good. like when you're like uh, like like uh, as you're you're saying this, she does this at a respectful distance. I'm like, okay, whose words are these? Respectful distance. It sounds right, like I've seen the pictures. I've seen kind of like your your t- my t-shirt about having a respectful distance is raising a lot of questions about my t-shirt kind of thing. Like, <laughs> um but no but that's great it sounds like she's uh the the part of the community that's adorable that's Mm -hmm. great so the dcw ratings are not that good this season apparently for For every show across the board all all but one 
all but one. Superman and Lois is a certified hit. Yeah. Um, Entertainment Weekly, you know, they love these shows. They gave a list of actors who they think deserve Emmy nominations. And they yep. included Tyler Hoechlin, who plays Clark Kent Superman, yep. in that one, saying, man, he's good. And he really is. And he's got his start on these shows as a re- recurring character. And right. uh, so the ratings for that are really good. The ratings for everything else, not so hot. Um, mm. And I, there's a lot of re- reasons why. The, the Flash this season isn't that good at all so, that, at all so, so far. Yeah. And Supergirl's last season so far, I'm not feeling it. I don't like this. Everyone's great in it. I'm not interested in the story. Yep. And we'll <clears throat> see where they get to because they got a lot of episodes to get to. Yeah, but, but what about Legends? Legends, the ratings aren't hot, but the reviews are all positive. People are like, hey, people are just missing out on this wacky, wonderful show. Yeah. So they no, even after like, it kind of seems like it's been that uh, kind of thing for a while. Do you think that that will ever, will that needle ever go one way or the other? I think that they're committed to a seventh. I, and I feel this as a Star Trek fan, as we were talking a little Star Trek off, uh, off air, mm-hmm. seven seasons is perfect. Next gen was seven seasons. Same with deep space nine and Voyager mm-hmm. is seven is perfect for these type of shows. And okay. uh, I, I, I don't want them to drag it out. I want them to yeah. hit seven and perfect. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be like Zanimate Online. Exactly. Exactly. Your <laughs> legends. <laughs> Just think of who'd be on the squad after a while. <laughs> like they're running out of characters to 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 go to. There was one, but if I Jimmy say, Olsen's neighbor. <laughs> oh, oh, oh char- characters, characters yeah. who have, random characters who have appeared on these shows. Just getting tertiary of tertiary, uh, most tertiary of DC references on these shows yeah. will be the twenty first season of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, and uh, Katie Lots <laughs> just like okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, I wanted to bring you to bring this up one more time because uh, the little trunk, um, you know, we things were cut short a little bit because of my incompetence last uh, time we uh, spoke. Right, right. Um, please tell the story again about the glasses because <laughs> I feel we didn't hit all of it. Well, my mother, or not my mother, my uh, paging <laughs> Dr. Freud, <laughs> my wife, my wife and daughter, uh, the, the mother of my daughter, uh went to uh we're at a thrift store and found uh two uh really cool like let look like collector's glasses from season one of legends of tomorrow they're crazy one of them has a hot girl and the aforementioned uh white canary uh sarah lance and on the other one has a former captain of the wave rider rip hunter but also beloved time shift in time boost in time change in time traveling super villain vandal savage yeah baby and today now our glass we are off to we are setting on the off on the high seas with twin sails brewing and their citra pale ale 
It's known as Dato Juice. It's nice. Based out of Port Moody, British Columbia. And once again, I must insist that you understand that you wouldn't, probably wouldn't like it because you do not have the sophisticated palate that I do. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you know what? We need to keep hashtagging them of pictures of their beer in that glass yep. and uh, get their attention. Uh, and maybe we could just do, we could do reads for yep. them for a yep. couple, yeah, no, couple I give, of shekels. I gave a shout out to Boombox. I gave a shout out to Boombox last night. They, they gave yep. me a like back. I feel like if I keep doing this, eventually I'm going to get some free fucking beer. Exactly. At least, that's, that's at least some free beer. I'm not a, look. We've, we've never had any real intention that we'd ever make any money doing this show, but if we could get some free beers over Travis's way, then, then I, I've achieved more than I ever have in a, over a decade of podcasting. So. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that that's, a, that's a legit shout out for this one. That, that, uh, that juice, Citra Pale Ale from Twin Sales Brewing. <laughs> All right, so here's the Netflix synopsis. Using Ray to smuggle a scientist from East Berlin, Nora and Damien Dark square off against an assassin, a mm -hmm. younger version of Dark himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I need to just get this out of the way. I love this fucking one. Yes, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, there's something that happens right away at the beginning where you're going to have a sentimental attachment. Of course. Um, and there, and we'll get to that. And I'm going to get, I'm going to give you all the time in the world on that time, buddy. I'm going to, I'm going to feed you some, I'm going to throw you some lines and let you run when we get there. Okay. Mm, okay. That's the kind of guy I am. Cause I'm going to, well, I mean, last one we get there. Um, um, yeah. And you told me, you had told me that you really liked this. Uh, mm -hmm. beforehand um and here's my one of my main reasons because it harkens back to season two legion of doom where it's like oh let's give the villain centric episode and uh so they're doing that but instead they take the tack of that the emotional heart of this episode is a truly emotional reconciliation between a father and daughter who were lost by time and death and but they're the villains and it's yeah and i i, I love that i think okay. it's a, okay. a really interesting choice okay okay no no no, no, no totally is totally is totally is <laughs> totally is we'll get to yeah like i i i, I this is not my favorite episode. There's lots oh, of stuff okay. I really liked, and lots of stuff oh, there's I really some liked. Stuff, there's oh, and I'm, I also love this one because there is some stuff in this that I can't wait to make fun of. So all right, cool. All right, let's do it to that. So on the wave rider, Sarah and Ava are having a little post-coital breakfast, and uh, Sarah's kind of flirting with her, bumps her with her butt, and I you know. know. <laughs> this is all meant to be to see right now that again this is all feeling here's my first thing man this is all feeling so forced and look it's great that uh, it's wonderful that this is uh happening on screen and it's uh, it's unique we're not we've never seen it before but if i saw this in a heterosexual thing i would feel like this was cringe as well um i i i hope it will get more natural because right now it just feels like a, uh kind of like uh, that doesn't feel real that's yet. funny it's for, for me for me it doesn't i never felt that it was forced yeah at all it never came off forced to me i was just like yeah. oh this is tr charming yeah. i didn't i didn't think it, look a lot of these shows like to go hey look at this here's our agenda sort, sort of thing or maybe they're feeling a little forced that way but and it's it never, never like that, that. 
Oh, not it's that. It's never no. like that. It's just, I think it's just like, it's, it's like, look how casual we are about this. Can't you see how casual we are about mm. this? And in through that, then it's starting to feel like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're, you're, you're casual about it. Um, and I, I assume, and look, I don't want to imagine I come out of this. I'm just like anti-Avalanche for this whole fight. Like, by oh, the end of this, like yeah. how much everyone would turn on us. I'm just like, uh, oh, I'm no, right no, now, I'm no, not no. feeling, what's I'm not us? feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this us? Kimo Sabi. Um, I, I don't, uh, I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm not feeling sparks. And even though it's like meant to say that there is sparks there. There could be a reason. There's definitely a plot line reason that I'm going to use to make my nerd in my head argument yeah. against this. <laughs> we'll get to it in a couple of episodes. All right. <laughs> my my sci-fi reason. Yeah. But Zeke comes in and notices, uh, oh, they're drunk. You're in last night's clothes. But the most important thing is there's a ton of dirty dishes. And that's the only reason they know Ray Palmer is missing. Because he's awesome. the guy who, yeah, he washes the dishes. Ray just, they, they, they completely forgot that Ray. Went, like, no, I'm sure I saw him earlier this morning. Yeah. Like, that, that, <laughs> it's yeah, like a total scene from, uh, my favorite movie that we've mentioned a couple times the wrong guy but it's like uh, he's got mm. on the run from a murder he hasn't committed the next day at the at the meeting he's like they, like about halfway through the meeting they call on him and he's like no i could have sworn i saw him earlier anyways he'll be back <laughs> like, like he thinks he's like he's on the run from what he thinks is everybody's chasing him for a murder he didn't commit but in reality nobody gives a shit <laughs> well that's the twist yep okay I started to watch it, got had to do something, and never went back yeah. to it. So, but I'm going to. So Gary calls the legends, and something I don't know what the fuck it is—a stone bottle. I can't I have no idea what this prop was. It was dropped off there with a Palmer Tech phone in it. With a yeah, yeah, it was, it was like a bell or, or like a, a bell. bell or something. I don't know yeah. what the fuck yeah. that thing was. Yeah. And uh, and there's a message from Ray telling them that he's been uh, as you since you must know that i'm missing you've been worried about me all this time um uh the darks have me kidnapped and damien dark mentioned uh he wanted to take me to a grateful dead show yeah Mm -hmm. what's that you say yeah (laughs) and the, the gist is they they're gonna uh, Damien Dark's plan is they're gonna go to every single Grateful Dead show to find Ray, and I think that's fucking brilliant because my friend, it is estimated at just a, a bit higher than two thousand three hundred something great Grateful Dead shows were played. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's I, I mean. Not only do I love, hey, there's a dead reference. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a great sinister plan to get someone jumping around, uh, jumping through hoops. Yeah. Okay. So here's, so, all right. So, yeah. As, all right. So, first, I got a couple of questions here for you. Yes. First, so, hey, could you go, are you capable of going like all IMDb uh, on like weapons stuff on them with the shirts they were wearing? So you could tell if they were legitimate or if they were, if this is like just put together, just some bullshit that some pseudo fans just kind of threw together. Are you able to like, like, no, that, like that shirt is clearly from so-and-so when this one is from a completely different time area or time period, there's no chance that blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Is there any way you could do that with anything you saw? 
Oh, of course there is. Of course. Okay. So tell me, so tell me, what did they, uh, where, where were the goofs? Let's go early. We're going early with goofs. Goofy. That's just. Give me a, give me a second. I'm just. Okay. I'm in the can. (laughs) Okay. Well, he'll have to be here later. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hold on a second. So what was. Not uh, so much goofs as (coughs) observations. Mm Mm-hmm. Both shirts, totally authentic. Um, But probably more from the 90s and what exists today and down to what exists today. Those were stuff that they bought from GratefulDead.com, probably. Those are official stuff. A lot of the official stuff I never bought because I'm like, I'm not paying $35 for that shit Mm because people would make their own shirts. Sure. That that were really funny and were cool. Yeah. So they were authentic, but but But. it it depends on where did they start searching for Ray? Are Mm -hmm. they starting at at 1995 and moving Mm -hmm. backwards? Is that when Garcia passed away is in 95, right? Because it would have had to have been a time when they got those glasses. All right. Yes. Now we're cooking. Let's see. This is the kind of shit I wanted from you, buddy. All right. Now, if they showed up in like 68 in that year yeah people have been like what the fuck is that because yeah, yeah. that did not exist then right right you know, or people be like holy shit where'd you get that but here's the most important thing be it 1995 mm-hmm. or 1965 when they started they would have looked like narcs no matter what time period <laughs> oh yeah nate by, by zero stretch or like by so much stretch they would have had to have given him the the shitty uh wig and and mustache from captain morgan last week <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> Nate, try, Nate would have fit in. Hold on, Nate would have fit in in '95. There were in the there there oh, became a lot of dude deadheads, you know, around yeah, that time. Sure, but, sure, sure. Know, in, yeah, in the, and maybe even in the '70s, but not in '68. Uh, but but Mick, mm-hmm. ne- no, never. <laughs> so you'd see that guy. Yeah. Look at the guy carrying a weapon in a leather jacket, and clearly um. But what if he's just he all just like bought. just like fucking. <laughs> Yeah, what if he's just like spaced out with that? Like, if what if he just took all that off and is just walking around and in, in in the you know tie dye and, sh- and shorts, you know, and that kind of blank look in his eyes, you know what I mean? Tie dye kind of and shorts, then yes, I go. That, right. That's probably a guy who's at his first put that jacket show. on. I could have put that. Yeah. Jacket. See, I think he, I think he's he looks like enough of <laughs> just from what I know about your your community, sir. I'm trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so that's uh yeah so that's cool so 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 it would have to be but (laughs) here's the thing like why if they're going to 95 and this kind of leads into my next question for you like what are they well should we find their last should we go to the the last performance of jerry garcia at the grateful dead is that kind Mm -hmm. of something that would have been desirable i guess that makes sense um but here's my now here's if you where are you going first my friend what do you can you name a single show can you name a single yeah, one like that you would you would like given the opportunity you would hop in the wave rider and go to. Well, okay, that's you know what, I'm gonna have to look this up because it's not the right answer. Mm-hmm. But I need this to because Damien Dark is trying to hide Ray. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're not gonna go to the most famous ones. He's not gonna mm-hmm. hide him at the most famous ones. Right. So. Hmm. Although Watkins Glen was the size of Woodstock, 
So, and the one I went to at Oxford Plains was 350,000. Mm. Okay, July, off the top of my head, July 3rd, 1988, Oxford Plains, Maine. I was there. The night before is a famous show. The next night wasn't that great. It was fine. Uh, wasn't that great. It, no one really talks about that one. So mm-hmm. they would fear, well, we'll go to the more famous one. That's a great show. I guess we don't have to go to the next night. Everyone says, <laughs> maybe that's it. I don't know. Ah, something right. something like that. All right. Well, no, I mean, like, I'm not saying it by like, um, like I'm thinking strategic. through the villain's eyes. I know, no, but not through the, but like, what would, what you, you got your choice, man. Oh, if I could just go to any dead show ever. Yeah. 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 Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I, I like really the logic know. with what with what you put into that that other thought though. Yeah, you, 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 really wouldn't, like, you wouldn't be able oh, yeah, to just pick just one. You don't have like one holy grail. No, I do know. I do know. Um, off the top of my head, I do know is uh, and my buddy, my buddy Rob was there. A number of my friends were there, like right in like the third row. Um, I'd love to go to uh, Nassau Coliseum, March. What it's it's uh, yeah, March March twenty ninth, nineteen ninety the first time uh, Branford Marsalis played with them. Cool. Was, uh, he played on like one song in the first set and uh, they were like, hey man, you want to sit in for the rest? That he didn't know any of their music at all. <laughs> but it ends up becoming this legendary show where you, this, it just sounds like he'd been playing with them for years. It's amazing. Cool. So cool. that would be, uh, that would be All right, all right, there you go. But let me just, one last thing about mixed look. Because you'd see this in many cities, um, the quote-unquote undercover police mm-hmm. walking all around, who everyone knew were right. were, were fucking cops. Because the way you knew is their size, and they would all just buy the that exact same T-shirt, and they were brand new. It'd all be matching, so they were still kind of in uniform. Hilarious, <laughs> ridiculous. They, they looked. You knew exactly who they were. So funny. That's weak. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I think that's cops who just don't want to bother with them. There's like that's that's more of the cops who are like, all right, you know what? They're peaceful. Just let's yeah. just wander around here to <laughs> get a contact high, like Nate said. And for that, I call bullshit. I think he, I think he legit was getting. Yeah, that up. contact high is a lie. We already know Nate. Nate likes yeah. to get fucked up, yeah. so he did no contact yeah. high. A lot of drug use in this uh, episode today. <laughs> so, but he's about to be tortured. Ray is by Damien Darknor and Kwasa with a fucking cattle prod. Ooh, yikes! <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, Nora can't make uh, the stole, stolen totem work. And Kwasa kind of explains that she has to do something worthy for it to work. All explaining this all with a rid- like, I'm sorry, a ridiculous level of blue eyeshadow. I was like, is this necessary? Who made who made this lovely woman up like this? On who? Kwasa. Kwasa. Yeah. Kind of liked it. I mean, I kind of okay. liked it. Like, if it's they're gonna playing. go, like, if they're going a little much, more superhero on every on superhero costume and everything, and I think makeup should be part of that too. I I, I thought it was fitting. Maybe it's just because currently, then you heard uh, you heard me and the the gang from Bebo's Legends podcast talk about the makeup they've got alex danvers wearing on supergirl this season is just hmm. terrible so hmm. i'm like well oh, this is where it started <laughs> it's the same color <laughs> that's funny so 
they got the fire totem and it's in pieces. And uh, Damien Dark is super excited because he's going to get a necklace because he, he, this is one of the episodes where he's just behaving like, as his daughter eventually calls him, a man child. Yeah. And uh, which I always find entertaining with the character, especially last season, but I just, I love how, where they get to with the, how that applies anyway to her. We'll get to that. And uh, anyway, Ray's got to fix the thing. Rip and Wally portal onto the wave wire. Now we mentioned Rip earlier. It just seems more and more and more, and we're going to see it. It's hinted at here. Rip is just a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels like he's got ulterior motives and he's like really starting to distrust him just from, cause he's got, there's been some, uh, come on, come on, man, we can do this. We can do this. I've been trying to think of a Lance glance for, uh, yeah. like he's had a couple in the last little while here, just quick looks. Anyways, what's the, what's the guy's last name? Darvel. Darvel. Oh, yeah. Darvel. Arthur, Earth, okay. Artie, Art, Art starts, Arts, Art, 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 Sharts. is where my art mind shirts. went to Sharts. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's got a bit of the Art Sharts. <laughs> and when you think about them, they are Art Sharts when you think about it, because it's like we're just kind of like just some kind of some sort of glance or look that produces something. Especially when he, uh, and it's art. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's given a couple fucking looks. Especially when, especially when, when he does that rip thing of um, finishing the sentence that he just said to someone else as they're wa- just walking away by turning around and saying it out loud. But oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Again, his last season. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know. Way he goes, I, I can't wait till we get when, he, when we get to say goodbye to Rip, dude. It's really right. fun. It's I find it one of the funniest things on <laughs> on the show. Hmm. How they do this. So they hit a Grateful Dead end. Is the joke right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, Wally's there too. Do they ever do they ever refer to your to your favorite band again in the history of the show? Yes, they do. Okay. There's okay. The, those. They're, oh boy, do they? That's oh boy, funny. there's definitely some deadheads on the writing staff. Uh, that's funny. of this show that, hilarious and uh mick has stolen jerry's glasses and wally zips and snatches them because once a thief always a thief because to wally that's still you know flashes one of flashes enemies but right. nate has to explain to him that on the ship they allow light to moderate thievery we just call them souvenirs souvenirs yeah which I love how that pays off later. That yeah. thought that was fun. That could have been a nice little throwaway just to establish, like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm figuring out the way things operate on this ship. Looks sounds like we got some gray areas. I, I'm speaking mm-hmm. from Wally's point of view. Yeah. And then Damien Dark's talking about his evil Grateful Dead plan, and then I thought maybe this was a moment where you know you also kind of bonded with old Damien in this episode when he said he doesn't even like jam bands. He <laughs> doesn't even like jam bands. I like that. I don't I don't uh, I can't do it for a whole concert I could do it for like maybe a third concert at best and that's and that's if they're good musicians hey you want to you want another little bit of a little peek behind the Grateful Dead uh, head curtain What's my that? friend uh, most deadheads don't like it when the dead are referred to as a jam band because they yeah. when you think of what a jam band is currently mm-hmm. it really wasn't the Grateful Dead 
that yeah. it, it wasn't all 20 minute fucking songs and shit like that they were longer than most but mm-hmm. and it didn't all just never stop there were songs that started and stopped and you know it wasn't just completely psychedelic jammy jam the whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> i know I'm sure, hey there's misconceptions get me going you get me going i know i know oh man there's, <laughs> hey hey i get it i get it we love we all have stuff that we love and we want to just want you see to- listeners a big part of what i love about this podcast is it's also been um an experience where me and travis really get to know each other and you yeah, be there yeah. for the experience yeah maybe you'll learn a little something yeah, a little something yeah. or two that's true <laughs> so Damien Dark um, threatens to give the Adam suit to Genghis Khan. And Ray's like, ah, legends fix that. And he d- starts being uh, um, Jerry Mahoney with, with the fucking Adam suit. He's like, oh, way to go, Ray. Nice answer. I, I, I love Neil Cavanaugh. I love him. I love the way he chooses scenery. I love everything yeah. about him. He's, I think he's so much fun. I mean, he had some pretty good moments in this uh, episode for sure. For sure. I, I'm not, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, it's not, this wasn't entirely the stuff that uh, I didn't like involving him wasn't really his so much him, his work. It was a little bit of everything. Like mm. they really, I think they packed a, a a lot in here, and they moved some of the bigger arcs that they needed to move. Oh, they, oh, this was the yeah. the, ex, the um, exposition dump of what the actual plot is, yeah, and what's going on, plus the reconciliation of the storyline of Damian Dark and his daughter, who and his daughter last yeah. time he saw, last time they had seen each other, she was eleven years old. And, and they plant the seed of doubt and like her devotion to him, even that because mm-hmm. she had those scenes with Ray and stuff. I get it. I get it all. Yeah. But so, but there's a lot going on. I get it. There's yeah, a lot going yeah, on, but yeah. <laughs> but the stuff I love, I really love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically he, he, he threatens to kill Ray's mom, but not just kill Ray's mom, go back to like the seventies or whatever and kills Ray, Ray's mom in front of him and his brother when they were little getting picked up from the rec center. I was like, damn, yeah. damn, that's yeah. fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ray needs a laugh. So they go back to Upswipe's headquarters. Remember Upswipe's? Uh, yeah, barely. Uh, like, you know, like I, what was, <laughs> it, it sucked that we had to take like a week apart for each of those uh, crossover ones because that really put, um, added time. That added an extra month of space in between these episodes that they're going back and referring mm-hmm. to i was like oh yeah yeah like i mean barely yeah that was i mean it was i guess not entirely forgettable <laughs> swipes that, that like when you say that remember and to see this guy again all right here he is okay yeah here he is Here's and the bringing guy. that up travis you reminded me of something when i was talking about the ratings for these shows and another one of the problems was when they had just not legends because it's a shorter sh- uh, schedule um, the other ones had to shut down in the middle of COVID, try to wrap it up with the, what they had filmed. It wasn't very good, you know, and it's never got its momentum back. And then the momentum's also held back and it always has been, by the way, these shows are programmed. They're like, well, here's four episodes. Now we're taking a two week break. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then it's like, here's two more episodes. And now there's a four week break. They really do that with these. 
So mm. it's really hard to, for some people to follow it. Mm. And the, the, the worst, the worst one ever was crisis on infinite earth. The big giant event that they did. That's, you know, whether, you know, has its flaws definitely, but the scope of what they did was amazing was first three episodes and then two months off for Christmas shit and winter shit. Wow. And then the last two episodes, oh, all the steam out of it. That's terrible. And that's, but also the other thing is, well, you got to believe their demographic is younger. Like it's yes. got to be younger. It's got to be um, under 25, 25 and younger. That's got to be ever. That's got to be who they're writing this for. I know we're, li- we're a little older than that, just a little, but they're aware, they're be- aware, they're aware of the small old white guy nerd contingent but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no it's, so it's they, fine so, if they it's fine if they are aware of us but that, so that's why they give us the, so that's why we, they give us the little drops yeah but who know? cares but like who cares marketed, about like like exactly who cares they shouldn't be caring about making us happy at all if they do that's nice but uh, but that shouldn't be their target demo at all they should be finding ways to build uh, that young and, audience yeah. and um legends is most successful at that by but the but also you know what's not successful with that audience traditional television right yeah and, and you're not yeah. going to like they should be like i there's there's a problem that i can't stream mm-hmm. all of these i have access to three or four different like big streaming services right and i still can't get to all of these shows that's uh, that's on them right that's big time on them too well and, uh, here you have here, your scheduling problems with mm-hmm. with the cw and how many people households get the cw but you shouldn't be relying on on traditional television to get that younger demographic and i think that that unfortunately that's their bread and butter yeah and here cw is as or like whatever other metaphors you want me to use that they've made their right, bed right. and that's what they're sleeping in yada yada yeah, but he, here, uh, Legends is on Netflix, but it, you got to wait until the season's over, and then it gets posted on Netflix. So you watch mm-hmm. it late, or you can watch it on the CW app, which yeah. has commercials the next night. It, mm-hmm. And but that's only in America, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's the only that's the only way yeah. it streams. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, and, but like, and I guess, and again, like, like if that's tied to that that weird scheduling that they have, if they want, if people want to stay up to date, can you watch all the old seasons on there too? No, on the app. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, they, see, there you go. No. Right, you should be finding ways to cultivate that fan base. Oh, I agree, uh, dude. One of the biggest, com- there's a lot of complaining within the Twitterverse of the Legends uh, fans about how much they hate the fucking CW. Uh, hmm. You know, sometimes for reasons I'm a little like I don't know about that one, but others still, are quite, still others are quite about Michigan J Frog, aren't they? That's what yeah, they're still it's about. still Michigan. There's a small contingent still complaining about Michigan J Frog. <laughs> I'm one of them. What a dumb idea! No one wanted that guy as a fucking mascot. He was annoying as fuck. That was the point of the cartoon. Like I wanted him to shut up. Ugh. God damn. So, Alan the Tech Bro. He's getting mad at Ray. So Damien, they do this uh, gag where Damien Dark is tossing Alan from side to side. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, like uh, you know, grinder or whatever the fuck he uses. And uh, he's like, you're the up and down ones. He's like, yeah, it's more intuitive while he's beating him up. And he starts hitting him up and down that way. And he's like, yeah, I think he, he's right. I don't know. Yeah. Got a giggle out of me. Got a giggle yeah. out of it. Although 
when they were when they were swaying them back and forth there i didn't like that uh the way they chose to do that cgi there their use of special effects mm. i would have just made it more of like <laughs> blur like just kind of but there was more like he was kind of like just kind of being moved around you, you could tell he was hanging by wires and they just got rid of him <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. it was I like it. it was like the oh, end I'm... of um beetlejuice when winona riders uh -huh. Thing with all the drop it in time drop your body in time yep. okay <laughs> but it shouldn't like it, i love it if this guy wants to look <laughs> sinister i want to i want to just see like a blur of a poof into like a into the drywall because they did bump the drywall but just give me a full just kind of boom like thing of dust and like break some uh you know uh, Jesus shelving Christ. on the way over you know oh, you I mean? really want alan hurt man that damn yeah. Well, I mean, um, and you end up snapping his neck anyway. Yeah, that's the, but I think that's what they were going for. They're like this. They were doing this comedically. They're he's talking with him. Oh, you maybe if you maybe if you put down some hobbies, and he's like, oh, I already put down. I want to rule the world. He's like, oh, I do like to go to new restaurants, which again made me laugh. But so I'm like, this is all kind of goofy, McGoofy. And then just right out of it, when Nora's like, okay, this is enough. He's like, okay, and snaps his fucking neck, and then has a conversation with the dead guy laying next to him while the blood's seeping there. And I was like, yeah, well, that yeah. went dark quick. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. In a way, I, I like, I, like, I didn't know if that, I, like, and I didn't feel like it, the, the tone shifts were that smooth. I like it, like he did fine with it and stuff, but in terms of like, from a writing standpoint to, to make those, mm. those shifts there, I wasn't, uh, it didn't feel, especially cause they're mixing in all this other shit. Um, oh, it's gonna be one of those episodes. It just didn't feel that smooth. It didn't feel like as smooth a ride as as some of these uh, other episodes. It's so odd, man, because I'm one of the things I was going to say how I felt about this was I felt that it was like amazingly. I, I was so entertained by the way they edited this one together. What, yeah, I don't know what that effect is. Is that was that an homage front to No Country for Old Men? Uh, those squares oh, moving like up and the, down or like the split screen stuff yeah no no i think that's just them just i liked trying it to like i liked 60s. it that was fun yeah no no that was funky that was them trying to do like 60s style um oh okay you know, uh cold war uh but more kind of bondy you know like with a bit of jazz to it kind of thing i think that's what they were going for that all right um, more like the caper and heists movies of the 60s uh payback you ever see payback um the i um, seen i saw the, the original one a long long time ago the yeah the, uh, yeah with the old that old cranky dude what's his name <laughs> that old lee marvin apple. lee marvin yeah lee marvin that old crab yeah, apple lee, lee marvin. marvin oh yeah yeah he's, he's and that movie's what, amazing one of my favorite one of my favorite simpsons jokes of all time is in the one with mel gibson where he's giving Mel Gibson the speech about what would Braveheart do or what would so-and-so do? He goes, what would Payback do? <laughs> maybe that was, payback. That's the character's that name. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so, all right. So on the Wave Rider, Sarah's telling everyone what, what they got to do and Mick's just going to go get a six-pack. This is where they start leaning into a lot of uh, we, we can't focus on everybody and the way they get rid of Mick often is gonna go get drunk and like and that's the last you see of him on an episode right <laughs> Where, where's my phone I'm gonna go get shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> collect my paycheck mm -hmm. me. 
that brings up something else I read uh, that Nick Zano was talking about. Because one thing you will start seeing less and less and less of is the actual steel, because like apparently the way Nick puts it, no one really took into account how expensive that is to use all the time. So they have to find a million reasons not to use it, but they're not going to get rid of him. Hmm. And he has an idea. He's like, I have an idea. Maybe, you know, maybe I get, it evolves into another superpower. You know, maybe I could pitch him. And I was like, I think you're one season too late, pal. <laughs> it's, it's almost done. That's funny. <laughs> Start changing your superpowers. Right. <laughs> so they're going to go commune with to commune with the totem, Amaya and ZR. And Wally's going to help because he was in Tibet. But as they're about to drink their shroom tea, and Wally's burning incense, and he calls Amaya a basic bitch right to her face. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. And when, when Zari's like, okay, Wally, you could go. And he runs away. The, his take before they do the special effect, he's got a smile on his face like he's laughing. I was like, was that the best take they had? Like maybe they laughed after they did that scene, like, you know, mm-hmm. and then he starts running and they, they leave in the take where he looks like he's laughing. I'm like, oh, so he looks like he thinks it's funny that he called her a basic bitch. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that was my eyes. Yeah, no, I saw that. that too. Like, I wasn't liking him for most of this. Like, at this point, I'm still not like sold on this actor or this guy's being part of the, the crew here. That, that does change by the end. After he calls her a basic bitch and runs away, they go into the totem world and it's desolate now because the totem has been corrupted by Nora Dark. And we cut to Damien Dark asking Nora if he should start dating again. And she's like, It's been 23 years for me, Dad. It's the first time they've stated just how long it's been for her mm-hmm. apart from him because they yeah. really haven't gotten into it or made it clear and then they really hit home a lot on, on this app about that like you know, for me i haven't seen you in, since i was a little kid you know and i'm growing up now and he's still treating her like a little fucking girl little baby girl and you sort of kind of see his point when he's talking to ray palmer and be like how do i get my baby girl back ray how do I get him back? <laughs> yeah. And so he's looking at the I've sw- swipes app and he uh like swipes down or whatever the fuck it is to say no. And the uh the woman on there is um a character from Arrow, uh, a villain called Cupid, who's an evil archer and who becomes like romantically obsessed with people. And uh, and that's the reasons for her murder sprees and what have you ends up on their suicide squad, and it's a real quick thing. He's like, oh no, not that crazy fucking bitch. And I, that was just like, that was deep cuts for anyone who watches yeah. all these shows. And that's that's me. So that's be funny. Member of the cast in Legends of Tomorrow, 20, season twenty one. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Cupid's dead yet. Yeah. Oh, Cupid's Dead. That's a song by uh, Extreme. That's hilarious. Oh, see, that's all cut. See, it's all coming around. That's so mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. By the way, everyone, that's an accidental plug. Yeah, go check out yours, mine, and the truth. Yep, yeah, my podcast mm-hmm. may come back uh, at some point here. I've got some ideas. Oh, cool! I can't wait. <laughs> I was going to ask you about it, then I didn't know if it was a source subject. No, 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 because it was great. I still talk to people. That's about, we just don't uh, record. Ideas. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so the thing is, he just wants to conquer the world and reshape it in his image and give it to her as a present. You know, that's his whole thing. And he does the whole, they get in the dad joke where Nora uh, says that she's annoyed. Oh, hi, annoyed. I'm dad. <laughs> like, I want to kill him too. Yeah. So Ray tells them that the only thing that can fix it's one of my, this is one of my favorite gags in this fucking episode, right? The only thing that can fix the tire uh, fire totem is the the power of the Big Bang or cold fusion, which is impossible. But uh uh-uh, uh, because Damien Dark reveals that there was a scientist in 1962, East Berlin, who figured out cold fusion, and the reason no one knows about it is because the oil industry hired Damien Dark, who murdered him on the shitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just as he's just. Yeah. I mean, of all of all the places, just trying yeah. to get some reading done and. Tough. Oh. Tough way to go. That's the other thing I was thinking about, though. I like when uh, Damien, the, the oh, other no. Damien Dark, killed the um, uh, uh, the uh, snap the neck of the of the guy uh, mm-hmm. at the upswipe. Alan, just, yes, yeah. Alan's just pants filling with fecal matter after passing away and just lying on the floor there while he's having this conversation with him. <laughs> yep. They don't, they don't put that into account. Well, I mean, it, it might be on the Blu-ray extra. Yeah, you know. They'll have an interview with Keto. She's like, we really wanted to do this joke, but the CW mm-hmm. is said, no. <laughs> but the actors still had to, you know, put all that pudding in his pants. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> it's a game time decision. And, and they opted out. <laughs> so speaking of chocolate, Damien Dark is going to go to East Berlin, get some chocolate, stop himself. And, and he says, and who am I kidding? A hat. I'm like, Bravo, because another thing I love about this episode. They make fun of the hat. Is they so make him. fun of Damien Dark's obsession with hats. We pointed it out. Yeah. And that's just on this show. I don't even remember if he was. I don't know. I don't think he was hat obsessed on Arrow. I don't have any recollection. But and I'm not going to go back and watch to find uh, to find out. But we have seen that he likes a gentil chapeau. Yeah. And, and that's I'll say, a running most- joke. Yeah, and those hats look good on him. I'll say right now, hats look good on Damien Dark. You want to know what doesn't look good on Damien Dark, what? Johnny? Wigs. Wigs, I know. The, the, the wigs they make this man wear on this show. I, so, at this point, I laughed out loud every time he came on screen. Wiggy, dude, all of my point. notes, all of my notes, to for me to tell the difference between the two Darks, I have DD and Wiggy. In yeah. my notes, or I was going to say Karen because she looks like Karen, it looks like he wants yes. to speak to her manager every time he's walking <laughs> in there. No, for the rest of this, it is Karen. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just awful because she because Karen Karen is a cold bitch because the way Karen murders every guard uh, in this mm-hmm. murder sequence, there's you hear these squishes. It's always. Oh, here's one shot in the in the head. How about two? Squish, squish. Yeah, yeah. I think they're really kind of going for like a John Wick, and some of the action scenes are pretty great here. Yeah, when they got into the into the or Jane Wick, I should say, with that wig. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, when Damian Dark reveals that it's him, it cuts to clearly not Neil Cavanaugh yeah. working yeah. out in his underwear. 
in the apartment. Same wig, different actor. Hilarious. (laughs) And here's the thing. People have, I've seen online, they've put together the theory of, is this a running joke on this show of putting him in bad wigs? Like, is this, are they trying to be meta about this? Because they put him in a lot of bad wigs. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But then again, Maybe their wig game is just what it is. Because remember George Lucas? You know? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Einstein? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been some. So issues. Nord tells him, you can't do that because you can't meet yourself. I'm going to take Ray. I'm going to do it to prove myself to you, Dad. And we need him because he's, you know, he's a scientist and he speaks nerd. And uh, Damien says, all right, you know, use protection. And he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, I meant it was a gun. And there, another thing I just kind of enjoy is getting to see a husband and wife act together. Yeah. And do it in these this way where they're not in love, and she gets okay. to hit him a lot. And <laughs> well, I think I think I I dude. I think Ralph sucked in this episode for the most part. Mm. I think he's starting to fill that fucking, they're having to give him the Garber lines now too. That, oh, that's, that's normally they'd give to him. Cause he's the fucking brainiac, but also like, also he's just a oh boy. Oh boy. He's man. a delicate flower. Like Nate said, no, but he's also just like, he's, oh, and I'm going to read this line like this, this time. And I'm going to do it like, okay, okay. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it, it can get, it gets pretty fucking grating, man. When he has to do it more than, uh, Maybe. In some other things, and I thought at, for the most part, zero fucking chemistry between the two of them. Whether it is through like this kind of mm. anti, and that happens sometimes. Sometimes when people who are really falling in love uh, have like shit chemistry on screen. Um, oh, the, these weren't uh, the, they yeah. weren't falling in love at this point. Yeah, these, but, they have been married for quite some time. Oh, they had already been married. Oh, yes, 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 huh? yes. So there you go. Right. So, uh, like, I wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I I I thought she was got better as things went along, but when the two of them were together, I just did not care for it. Well, I know that where it gets, I adore. So okay, I'm sure it's going to get there. But right. Ray is always golly gee gee shucks. I mean, that's and it, it was doesn't to change all that oh, much. Boy, but boy, um, it really it really just was like fingernails on a chalkboard at times for me today, man. But then was. she gets to play against that by like her her actual husband delivering all this. Well, golly gee, and she gets like, yes, that's sarcasm. Sometimes <laughs> it gets to whack him. Like when she just says, Oh, just shut up. I'm gonna talk to the cop. I'm like, I wonder if that's how the relationship is. <laughs> Because she shines. I'm like, oh, she's speaking. That's one of my favorite parts of this. The how do we speak German um with the guards at the, mm-hmm. the checkpoint? We'll get to it, but it fucking kills me. Yeah. Hmm. I'll just talk with a German accent, and he'll talk English with a German accent. She'll start talking in German. He'll respond with English, but with a German accent. Like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, would even, why would he even speak in English? Like, you know what I mean? Just shut up. And she's like, "I know German. Shut up." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and it, and here's the thing that's not the first time i've seen that in be it in movies or tv it always sticks out like a sore thumb to me yeah. it, it's sort mm-hmm. of a writing crutch i think that, that, that it's used it makes mm-hmm. no sense yeah <laughs> there's i'm sure on that tropes website they've got a name for it 
So, all right. They, uh, Ray and Nora warp into this uh, guy's uh, hot, hot, hot tub. It's hot, yeah, hot tub time machine. <laughs> Cold War time machine. <laughs> and while he's taking his shit again, so they're right there. This poor guy can't get a break. He's just half or, a loaf out. He's just well, trying to read. He's, he's trying I to read the family possible. circus. If this is happening more than once, maybe the problem is him. Right, <laughs> maybe he's got to figure out his own digestive system. Well, it's, if, boy, this yeah. is, every time I'm always sure. getting interrupted on the on the toilet. Are you getting interrupted interrupted on the toilet all the time in East Berlin? Nineteen. Well, how much time are you spending on the toilet? Well, I don't know. Average five six hours a day. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so they want to get him. Get him away from everybody. He has got to get his daughter's doll. He's going to bring this doll back to his daughter in West Berlin. It's the only way they'll go. And Nora immediately blows their cover by wanting to hurt him right away. This is when Wiggy Dark is just killing motherfuckers left and right. And uh, these guards burst in to get Nora and Ray. And her magic doesn't work anymore for some reason. I think it's totem related. And uh, mm-hmm. And Ray is saving her going full of true romance with the back of the toilet lid on some guy's skull. <laughs> right. You've seen true romance? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not quite as brutal as that scene, but no. yeah. probably for a movie I enjoy immensely. That's the scene. I'm like, oh, that you can make the argument. It's supposed to fucking make you uncomfortable, but I don't know. It's the, the little much hmm. for me. Right. I'd have to watch it again. I don't know. I can't really remember it. James Gandolfini beats the living shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 But she kills him with that. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. 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 So it works out. It all worked out. Yeah. By (laughs) the way, everything works out in that movie because they, they both get, you know, they both should be dead by the end of it, but they're fine. So it, 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 it goes around. So, a bullet hits the time stone from the wiggy dark. So that's convenient. <laughs> and so you get the doll and they escape out a window and jump in a truck. And Ray's talking to her and he's like, oh, golly gee, Willard, shit happens with the legends. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. and she, she just wants to break his hand with a hammer and figure out what's going on. And he tells her, do your, do your worst. I'm already dead without my daughter. He promised to bring. I promised to. I can't even do the fucking. I'm doing Russian for some fucking reason, mm-hmm. not German. Well, you're almost there, though. Yeah, almost. I took four years of German, and I can't do a German accent. That <laughs> tells me how successful that education was. Uh, <laughs> but this guy, I looked this guy up. He's had a goddamn career. I'll tell him. I'll tell you that much. But in this one, half the episode. He has a look. He's just sitting in a chair, nervous about what's going on around him with this look on his face like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, which makes me laugh every time I see it. If you just look a little off where the main acting is going on for his reaction shit, Mm -hmm. just him nervously trying to drink a glass of vodka, just looking at what these people are saying and Mm -hmm. reacting like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. All right. But he loves his little girl. He's going to get that doll back to her no matter what. And that that touches Nora's heart because of her daddy issues. 
And this is, she, but so in that heartwarming moment, she tosses the hammer three stooges style into Ray's knee. And I laughed Uh, that the, Hey, nay, knucklehead cut (laughs) anything stooge-esque like that will always make me fucking laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was it was fine. <laughs> I did love it. I did love. See, that's fine. I'm like, I'm just not feeling. The, I just, I, kinda, lo- I, I adore feel like her. you're. It, it, yeah, I feel like you're more. I think um, she's great. I think she's great. more uh, uh, Tracy and Hepburn here that that I am. It just, oh, I, oh it just, I'm not saying this is Tracy and Hepburn. I'm just not comparing it to really, that. It felt clunky and and like again, like the same sort of forced that I was getting uh, from mm. the earlier scenes with uh, Lance and uh, mm. and Eva. Oh, you're doubling down on everyone's favorite on, yeah, on that sorry, everyone's man. favorite sorry. fucking shit on this fucking yeah. show. Um, right, like I said, I'm still there's still some stuff here I really like. My my thing is a, a lot of all right, we're starting to see her get to be something besides wahahaha the evil sidekick, knowing mm-hmm. that this character has a long evolution on this show. So from a fan perspective, I'm like, oh, I like to see her do her shit because she's believe she's good mm-hmm. she was on true blood for a long time i remember on that and she was really good on that you know yeah. that was a ridiculous show as well but <laughs> and being true blood <clears throat> i've seen ray palmer's wife's because you, it, oh, you know neat. okay well now i'm starting to get to like her a little more i figured that would work <laughs> that's all it takes it's all it takes <laughs> Hey, you know my secret, my 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 secret weakness. You got me. Mm-hmm. That that bravery <laughs> to take that acting choice on HBO's True Blood, which was I never cared. I, I watched like two seasons. I was like, I don't know what the fucking plot is, but apparently this is just kind of softcore vampire porn. And yeah, I know. And people were into it for a while. Yeah, people were way into it for a while. Yeah. Um, and I just yeah, just never took that plunge. It uh, ooh, right in the neck. I know it eventually became much like these CW shows. Eventually, every tertiary character got a superpower. Right. Which, to the point of like, oh, you know, so really everyone has to be magical? That's, I hate it when they do shit on... It's, it's special when one or a few of them are. You know, not, not everybody. All these right. shows do that shit. You know, humans got to stand up for their rights in, in sci-fi and Hollywood. <laughs> so Ray tells her, you know, you got to show your dad what's inside you instead of uh, instead of just a demon. So they get this plan that they're going to cross the border. <laughs> and she turns at Vogel, the scientist, and says, where do we get forged papers? And I just want him to go, how the fuck would I know? I'm a fucking scientist. Yeah, good point. <laughs> but he then they, they cut, and the way they explain that is he goes, well, this was the address I was given. <laughs> That's yeah. the end of it. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Whatever. You live. You're from around here. Where do I... <laughs> Where can I find? Where's the best cocaine? <laughs> nobody's home, and they never they never explain why nobody's home at all. Don't bother with it. <laughs> wow. And Ray finds a secret door to the forging uh, area, and they do this like, I guess you're right, very '60s James Bondish. You know, here's how we do the plan uh, thing. So yeah, I think you're absolutely right with what you're going for. Mm-hmm. She still they need a diplomatic car because she steals that by pretending to be a hooker, and they kidnap a couple going to the opera. 
to get to close, which by the way, in yeah. a touch that I loved, um, in a suit far too big for um, young Ray Palmer. I didn't realize he was that. Swimming in that fucking that. thing. That's funny. He was he was David Burning in that big fucking suit in the backseat of that car, dude. It was I fucking <laughs> died. In a German accent, you may ask yourself, <laughs> where, where do you where how did I get here? <laughs> so So Damien Dark, after talking with Alan's corpse about what to do with Nora, decides to go and, and, and save her. And he takes his time stone. He, he, he finds the broken pieces of hers, looks out the window, kind of figures out what's going on. And the shot as they go to break, he's like, he's, his, he's like, don't worry, Nora daddy's coming and i just wrote ooh yes ooh, i know i know ooh, ooh. nobody really nobody yeah. said you know <laughs> yeah, i know i know <laughs> so ray in his big suit is a terrible liar they do the shit with the garway. Actually, I wrote down Nora's all like, does the whole like, well, let me speak to your manager. And like, oh, no, no, sorry, lady. And yeah, uh, it should have been, it should have been her dad from the other time saying that line, let me speak to your manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then they get in what I think I spotted uh, from his 2018, a Trump joke. Um, because when Ray is trying to say, talk about the opera they went to, yeah, he says it was a big show, good show. We have the best shows, and I'm Who like, said this? Ray, Ray does to okay, the, the guard, and I'm like, well, not I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of maybe. I think, yeah. I think I know. What, I think I think I know what that is. I, mm. I think that's on purpose. Okay, that was not an accident. All and right. uh, so Wiggy's about to shoot him, but daddy's there and he's tossing motherfuckers around and jumps in the car and they get away and we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's going to kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait. They are out of magenta. Robots don't know you. We do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. White. Hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. Before we get back to one, some, I love it when this happens, when there's actually an episode that I really enjoy and Travis doesn't, and we get to talk mm -hmm. about it like civilized gentlemen. Um, of course. The... Uh, because in the rankings they have, this is one of the highly ranked ones in the IMDb. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, okay. I'm wondering what's going to happen with these. The one before this, which we both agreed was not good. I like mm -hmm. this one. You're not into this one. The next one, I don't remember how I feel about it, but I know that it's lower ranked in the IMDb. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how we feel see about that one. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said, I don't hate, I don't dislike this. It's a solid seven. You know what I mean? Mm. Solid seven, maybe seven and a half. Mm. But before but we get back, like before a, we go back to before we get to yeah. IMDb, Travis, come on, what else do we got going on? 
Yeah, we just recorded another episode of Mystery Titans Theater last Boy, Saturday. did we. I laughed yeah. Yeah. so hard. Another Bro. great time with our buddy James Hamilton, who's, who's a regular. And boy, are we it's just, it's just we just get settled in and have a great time. And so, so we've added uh, now we are bringing in when uh, this time uh, brought another really good friend that James and I have known forever. Terry Ladd that we went to college with it's not as much of a wrestling fan as we are, but still you can tell some of the stuff, some of the stuff Terry was like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is this? And I'm like, <laughs> made me laugh so hard. How much does that guy worry? You know, he wasn't that no, his whole his, no Terry's. His whole watching guys do nerve holds. And goes, yeah. What the hell is this? It, it, yes, it, yes. It, I, know, it, I know. Trying to figure out why does this work was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah that, that suspension of disbelief that's not like drilled into you after, after you've watched as much <laughs> as we have. Uh, but such a great time. So look for that on uh, on uh, we're we're live every, on Twitch every other Saturday. Um, so our next show will be in uh, two weeks for for with uh, with Johnny for Johnny's birthday. Yeah, and also uh, and we're finally getting to meet uh, one of Johnny's uh, old friends. I need to, uh, I still need to ask him to confirm. So okay, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. We don't want to jinx it, but uh, anyways, we'll be getting back together again again with uh, our old friend Kelly Nelson as well to look at a card from. You know, time for you would you might have gone to or would have been around or definitely would have been the time you would have been watching uh, from Philadelphia. So that'll be a great time. So look out for that. We're on, yep, uh, either on Twitch or YouTube. Look up Jarvis Washing Machine and subscribe or, uh, yeah, tune in live and join the chat because that's been that's been great. That that's yeah, been that's been fun. Got more. We're getting more and more people uh, joining us uh, watching via chat. Uh, yeah, check that out. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to pitch here really quick uh no or yeah our buddy uh max as I've, I've said before is world peace pro wrestling as uh, season seven debuted on youtube today i recommend that other than that yeah stay tuned to the Quam podcast network mm. i am db curious Not a lot, not a lot of material this week. No, yeah, um, tons of trivia, mm-hmm. but th- that wasn't. And I'm like, no, nothing really stands out except for this one. That even then, because it's it, it's the perfect example of what everything in there was. It, it, this ties it all up. The title is a reference to the 2005 Cormac McCarthy novel, No Country for Old Men, and its 2007 film adaptation. Mm-hmm. hmm Yes. I played Trivial Pursuit. I don't think that yeah. qualifies. I was, waiting, I was waiting for part two there. I was waiting for the no. second part. No, that's that's the okay. trivia. That's right. the trivia. And, uh, and it and, was like 20 of, and dads, 20 of those. And dads comes from the, is it homage <laughs> to the to the uh, NBC uh, TV uh, sitcom early my 90s, two dads. my two dads. Because as there were, as there were, as the story was focused around two dads, scientist yes. Vogel and Damien Dark, yep. and their problems um, coming to terms with daughter issues. Also Damien Dark. 
was there was two dads like and there were two dads so two dads were fighting clearly I, dude i we are only that, that almost we are only, we are only 10 percent. we are only 10 percent more ridiculous know, with what we just did than what i'm talking about it's yeah. all that it's all that that's funny oh, that's a shame Mm-hmm. 11 of 12 found that interesting though. So. <laughs> uh, low-hanging fruit uh, this time i was just like i guess it's just there's slim pickings you got to find something interesting for this mm-hmm. for this episode even the goose the goose what's funny is one of the goose i did i didn't want to read all right, all right i'm ready all right okay well goofy i'm sorry um, you were you missed your you missed your spot earlier we, we yeah. yeah i know we normally do it in the middle but yeah well you give a guy a heads up for fuck's sake well, <laughs> Jesus, man, like, relax. We're gonna get you back you. in. We're gonna get you back in. But here's the reason, Goofy. Look, look. Yeah. I know. Look, look. I know what what things were like with Eisner. I know it's been tough, you know. But we, we we're gonna use it. Promise. Uh huh. But, <laughs> but go on. This goof. This goof that this person shared. Yeah. It's something that I don't want to just talk about as a goof. I want it to be a big part of a uh, of of the the breakdown of the show. And could you join me when we get to that to point out this massive goof? It would be my honor. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I, I, I should have been. I should have let you know about this. We try. We try, We do this off the fly. I know, I know. Walt ran a tight ship. We, you know, we're just a little more loose here. I'm an entertainer. I, I know how to roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah, you do. You've been around forever. You're a legend. You got any cocaine? Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you after we get done recording. Okay. Oh, we're recording. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't need to include everything I've mentioned, dude. No, don't worry. We don't. We are Travis is a great editor. Yeah, I'm sure I got it, buddy. Mm-hmm. Reviews. Only two, only two, both nine out of 10. One was fine. Um, the other one is from a, a, a reviewer I've seen um, a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually there's a, a long a paragraph of uh, his or her opinion that is, is fine. Nothing problematic at all. Um, and then, um, and this person's name is iMac20016. It's called The Darks Have Arrived. This is from March 2018. And after he, after iMac gives us a little review, he does a little bullet points of other highlights. And I just picked out a few of his other highlights in this one. And mm-hmm. I love iMac and, you know, it's all in good fun, sir. But his first highlight, Mick in a tie-dye. Me too, pal. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. And he openly great deadheads are so thirsty f- to be recognized in, in, in media in a positive Popular way culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a positive way that right, works right right, right. Ugh, it's it's kind of like wrestling fans that way right it, it's one of my fa- it's one of my favorite things about uh freaks and geeks because the way right. freaks and geeks ends it's with they the two girls are going to find themselves by going off on grateful dead tour and right. the show ends with ripple and i'm like oh, thank you because it, it, it's always like usually hey man is like the, the worst stereotype yeah. I, know, I know buddy you know hey, fans sometimes you get a lot of sports on this uh this this podcast you know uh, today it's grateful dead shit yeah yeah 
one of his other uh, favorite things is uh, the answer to what Grodd's up to these days. Like he's mm-hmm. up to murdering motherfuckers is what he's up to. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was one of the highlights of the show. Oh, yeah, that was great. And oh. that, that could have been like uh, it sounded nasty. But imagine if they would have put that on screen. That could have been nasty. Too. On the CW, they would have put that tear on screen. Up, tear him and tear him up into two. And they play it for laughs. That's what I loved about it. Because their reactions to what they're watching are all like, like, like they're about to put their finger in their collar and go and they yeah. played for a joke later i mean director it was still Bennett's, kind of like uh he was Bennett's a good piece man. of shit or yeah yeah right <laughs> a piece of shit but they even say that he was a good man i don't know was he uh just maybe that's i think i don't say. know yeah right <laughs> let's face it then it's then it's a piece of shit yeah <laughs> here's another and thing so that makes her uh like first the in boss. charge yeah. yeah wally here's another Meet plus for boss. imac yeah. Wally's intro to the team and learning this isn't the good ship lollipop. No, no, it is not. Um, an interesting version of baby tossing while fending off your bad self is. I, I know what he's referencing on the show, but I, I, baby tossing while fending off your bad self. Hmm. What? Doesn't make any sense. Hmm. I, mm. like IMD, sounds like you're still reading an imdb curious uh i am <laughs> oh okay sorry sorry i thought i thought we were on to somebody's uh dialogue in the okay keep going oh no no we're still on imax uh, points my friend you oh okay. jesus christ that, okay so now you that you are really confused yeah. all right damien and yet another terrible wig and poor zari with another exposure to a teammate's canoodling hmm. i get it pal back at the house that no one lives at Damien Dark is trying on. I know we say he looks good in hats, but that derby too small. That derby True. was far too small for True. for for that giant dome. I think I think wardrobe's having a little fun with him. <laughs> and Nora yells at him for the love of malice. Would you stop with the hat thing already? Which got mm-hmm. a, a giggle out of me. Um, they have a big fight because he wants to torture Vogel back in 2018. She's won't work and she yells at him about being sent to malice. And he figures out Ray must be the reason why she's talking back and fighting, having them emotions, not wanting to torture motherfuckers. This is where she calls him a man child. Yeah. And uh, he's choking right and he says something like, hey, go cry to malice. And I just wanted to hear it as Jackie Gleason. <laughs> That was meant to like, it, and it was kind of sound like Mollus sounds like your mother kind of thing to Ma, like it, go cry to your mother kind of thing. That like that's kind of, you know, you can imagine that would be kind mm. of the motivation behind something like this and I performance see that. wise. And and like it is kind of meant to be, you know, that he's like just the one who's having to do both roles kind of thing here. You know, so yeah, it was an interesting. Uh, I liked I liked the this might have been my favorite stuff between the two of them in the whole uh, the whole episode. Oh, I thought they would see. I they, I thought they had a lot of chemistry. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, better than better on, than but. better than Routh. Better than Routh. That's for sure. Than she has with Routh because they've had a couple more scenes or they've had a few more scenes yeah. together. And then how yeah. and how hard? I mean, okay, how hard might it be to have to play? Because they know where this is going. Because this is going. And by the way, they don't immediately become a couple. This 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 takes a while on this show. They do take their time with it. Um, but I'd have to play off like, yeah, here we're the loving, happily married couple. 
And Ray has to play the whole like, well, golly gee willikers, I wouldn't even touch your booby while you know he's the guts deep every night. So it's it's repugnant. No, I mean like that's like that's kind of the the kind of stuff that they uh, that they probably feel like. Oh, I can't wait to do this. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be a hoot because we're together and blah blah blah. And that's and sometimes I think like that's the kind of shit that that makes things worse, right? Oh, we we're super comfortable with each other. We're able to do this. And now all of a sudden, um, I don't know, you become a little too comfortable with each other and, and things don't feel so natural. Uh, and that's the way it felt for me today with those two. Well, Anyways. especially because she's getting a lot of the, 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 the heavy lifting of like having an emotional change. And he is what we said, Eagle Scout Ray Palmer to the point where there's but an Eagle Scout Particularly joke. just not good way today. I, I just really think he had a few uh, reads uh, in this that were mm-hmm. real, felt like misses and came, felt like clunks, you know? So, I mean? Yeah. So back on the Wave Rider, Sarah's tossing stars at a picture of Damien Dark and Ava comes in to talk about Time Bureau bullshit, but realizes that Sarah's, you know, having feelings and all. <laughs> it ends with them. Uh, you know, having a kiss, and then we find out because I was said Rip is a fucking creep, <laughs> much like Blackbeard. Rip likes to fucking watch, baby. Yeah, because they cut back. Rip is standing right there, just like oh, yeah. No. And he's not even like hiding. He's just like kind of right in their line of view. <laughs> like they didn't really acknowledge him. Should I put my foot up here, like Blackbeard? Oh, hello. So that's how it is. Oh, dude, I've been watching. Um. Ferris Bueller's Day Off with uh, uh, my teenagers in my film class. And it is always so funny to watch. Like that has, you want to talk about something that has aged beautifully. Oof, um, I hate that fucking movie. What? Oh my God. Dude, to watch it with teenagers and to see that one moment when, uh, when he's like, Sloan darling, come on now. When he picks her up, he's like, have you got a kiss for daddy? And, he, and she starts making out with the guy who's supposed to be her dad and see the way that uh, the principal reacts to it. Guaranteed, like, it doesn't matter like uh i've been watching this movie with uh, teenagers for almost 10 years now and that is uh, huge laughs so funny i can't believe you don't like uh ferris Bueller's day off it's right? one of those no that's one of the scenes that i love there's moments in it that i find entertaining that i think is the biggest laugh of the entire movie but yeah. that came out when i was the same age as ferris bueller so i'm watching this movie and I'm of the opinion, I'm like, his sister should kick his ass. His best friend should definitely fucking kick his ass. He's a fucking asshole. Hmm. Okay. And I, I, I so sympathize with, you know, the dude who eventually is the worst captain of the Enterprise and, uh, and exactly. having to explain uh, Cameron. Alan Ruck. Yeah, Alan Ruck. Yeah, I didn't uh, know he was in Star Wars. Or oh, pardon me, Star Trek. You motherfucking <laughs> I know, I didn't know that he was ever in, in Star Trek. What? Yeah. What, uh, yeah. It, it, the oh, um yeah. the the first next generation movie where uh the, with where Picard teams up with Kirk, yeah, he's he's the in- incompetent captain of the Enterprise or some shit like yeah. that. And anyways, I mean, no, uh, like, yeah. but when I'm like, wait, I got to explain this shit to my dad and and on, hit, the way they've described this guy's father, he's gonna beat the shit out of him because yeah. his his fucking spoiled rotten fucking friend is a piece of shit. So yeah, his dad's a I, piece of shit too. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, so I didn't like so I, as as someone who was the age of the characters. Yeah. When I saw it for the first time, I was like, "Go fuck yourself." And what's great is uh, 
there's someone out there who shares that opinion with me and I've heard him go on about it on his podcast a million times and it's Gilbert Gottfried and he's yeah, much yeah. funnier about it than I am. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I like, I can, I can totally see that, but it's, it's uh timeless to me. It's like one of my favorite uh, comedies of all time. It's such a good time when, when they get to that concert and everyone's having such a good time. And the, like, you think of just what it would have been like to have been on that set that day and to be in Chicago that day for when they decide, okay, we're going to do this, this scene. That's a parade, but we're going to be singing a uh, twist and shout and everyone's going to have a good time. And there's young and old. I don't know. It really gets me. Uh, and when they go to the, the art gallery too, is among like there's some John Hughes stuff from the eighties and teens that uh, like borders on rape culture and stuff from breakfast yeah. club and 16 candles and things uh, like that. I'm and not a John nothing, Hughes fan. Nothing from this yeah. one has that. Oh, really? You're no, not a John no. Hughes fan, no. but you are no. a Kevin Smith fan? Yeah. Yeah, but... You don't you don't see a connection between Kevin Smith oh, I completely do. and, Kevin and Smith John is a, Hughes? And Kevin Smith <laughs> like, is that's a like Hughes. his... That's he, well, his it's, it's Hero. I know. I get it. Here's right. the thing. Again, not all John Hughes movies, because he made a ton of fucking movies. Those yeah, but the Brat Pack movies. The teenage yeah. movies. I was the same age. I uh -huh. found them unrealistic and I didn't like them. And I hated mm -hmm. the fucking characters. The, in fact, the one I have the most, the one I have the most fun memories of is super problematic. And that's 16 Candles. Because I can look back and I'm like, that was so popular. I think we went and saw it as a, gr a group of friends with just a, a full full theater of teenagers like five weeks in a row no mm -hmm. kidding five fridays in a row we went and saw 16 candles laughed mm -hmm. our fucking asses off and then even then at 16 i'm like did he fuck her while she was passed out drunk I know, that's, I know. that's not yeah, that's the same thing but that was like revenge of the nerds that was a joke in like revenge of the nerds that was a okay. joke in the 80s man that's the, okay. the revenge of, of the nerds one because we saw that three weeks in a row or like, like that was one of the first Porky's put your dick through the the. the <laughs> yeah, but in Porky's, and by the way, okay, I will defend. Time. I will That's jail time. I will defend Porky's because even that, who wins is Miss Ballbricker, who's ripping his fucking dick off because yeah. he so he pays a price for that. I will defend the movie Porky's as yeah. a pretty good fucking movie. I think it's really funny. I think it's got a lot of heart. Um, yeah. It's gross as fuck, but there's a decent story and there's some performances that I adore. And it has one of the single most funny scenes ever is when Miss Ballbricker is trying to describe to the principal what she saw when that happened. And you got mm -hmm. the two gym teachers in there and she's trying to describe about like that the penis I saw had a freckle on it. Yep. So we need to line all the boys up and their reactions to this. I'm like, it's clear that the three male actors were losing it for real, mm -hmm. just losing it for, right. for real. And yeah. the actress who plays Miss Ballbrecker never breaks. Yeah. Never breaks the whole thing. It's one yeah. of the funniest scenes I've ever yeah. seen in the movie. All right. All right. That's it. That's, 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 see, that's me. And uh, like almost every scene is memorable to me in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I have such profound attachment and fondness to that. Oh, my friend, really my good friend, Ken, my good friend, Ken Osborne, you know, I've talked about a million times, you yeah. know, Adventure Time, Ken Osborne. He, it's, 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 it's his artistic inspiration. I yeah, get it. I get it. I, get I, it. Get it. I, get I just it. don't, yeah. never cared for it. Yeah. 
<laughs> if it was on, I'd watch it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I know it's not a bad movie per se. I just, you know, I, I cheer for the villains. Yeah, I used to cheer for the principal, and now that's kind of hard considering <laughs> what happened to him in real life. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's a shame. Anyways, yeah. let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, let's get let's get this fucking done. So we meet the ancestor with A and Z in the uh the totem verse, and all of this very important exposition gets dumped real fast in the middle of the family therapy stuff. Is that here's the deal: the original totem bearers all fought Malus together, imprisoned him in time. That's why the totems are connected to Malus and the darks are causing anachronisms in order to break time because time is his prison and that's how he'll be released. And if he becomes released, all the time is fucked. And like, all of this is awesome, but Mm -hmm. it's also like, wow, that's a lot. You it's it's one of my criticisms of this because when they when they explain it to the team later, like we run in it. Hey, real quick, uh, totems, darks, time breaking. Got it? And they're like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it seems like so much more important than to be the V story of the, that know. reveal. And it's a lot. It's a long way to a long walk to go for what is essentially another long walk. <laughs> but you know what I would have liked them to make clearer? Maybe they are, maybe they will. Um mm-hmm is that they were going back to these places with their family is that they figured out through all of this anachronisms and this could be like their their bonus or like something like is that they're always going back to kill their family members or do something with the family because they need to stop the legends because the legends and maybe in every time end up stopping him you know Mm. what i mean that's a good that's a that's a good theory uh-huh. I don't think, remember I said, I'm not sure if they ever get around to addressing the whole yeah. interacting with themselves thing. Yeah. I don't know if we do, bro. Yeah. I, I'm still waiting. I'm, I don't yeah. know if they, if they, yeah. if they sew that up. Because so what, you just, what, you, like just suggested, what yeah. you just suggested would be one line. Yeah. That would be one line to go. I know. We've been trying to, you know, cause stuff to. to or to, even just like a big reveal at the very last like the uh, finale kind of thing like maybe i'm like, forgetting the reason maybe. why they're going back to it is because you're always stopping me it's like and we're gonna do it again for the beep, for the beep, you know? you know, maybe i'm forgetting something but yeah. i just more and more i'm thinking i don't think they ever explained that yeah. that mm-hmm. might it's interesting yeah, that might have been something they had plans for and ended up dropping maybe so? maybe and again i could be completely wrong because like again i've watched this a lot but sometimes like much like this episode they're dropping a lot at you they're like oh three times you view this it it all makes sense Mm -hmm. and and i love that because when was what ray does oh hold on before that nora runs into wiggy gets captured by wiggy so uh damien dark he's telling ray about all the whole thing the last time i saw her she was a little girl and how do i get my little girl back and he really wants to talk to ray about it but he still wants to fucking kill him and uh Ray just tells, says, hey, tell her you'll be you're, you're proud of her, Damien. Can I call you Damien? And no, because he's going to choke him, but he's saved by the bell. And it's Wiggy, Damien, talking to Damien. Mm-hmm. And he's going to offer a trade, the scientist for Nora. And we get the line of the episode. <laughs> but he hangs up and he goes, I'm going to kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Was, that was to go to commercial, right? Oh, right to commercial, baby. Yeah, yeah. Right, no, to, right to an ad. That's the only. Right, the only to, way right to an ad for hemorrhoid cream. Yeah, hilarious. No, I'm sorry. It's the CW. Right for an ad for pimple cream. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's on Sunday nights now, so I don't know if there's a difference. That's another thing. They move these shows around all the time too. So it's tough to build an audience. Up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're watching traditional TV, but Sunday night, though, I tell you what, Sunday night works perfect for me unless there's a pay per view. I'm like, right. Sunday night, just sitting down at eight o'clock at night on a Sunday, that's an, a very enjoyable time for this show where it's at now. It, it, right. it works. <laughs> it's also, it's, it, it's filling my wonderful world of Disney uh, <laughs> vibe. So <laughs> they get up on, so the, Ray's getting tied up by Damien Dark, and he's so upset that he can't tie a knot. And Ray's telling him how to tie a knot, and he's like, "How do you know this?" And all of the scouts. And then I thought, "Well, they've got a lot of chemistry. They always do. These two, I think, have a lot of fun playing off of each other. As Ray is the straight arrow, and him as the maniac. Right? Yeah, Uh, better than the other ones. Yeah. mm -hmm. And so he ties him up. Tells Ray he's still going to kill him. They're up on the rooftop. Damien shows up in a ski mask. So he can't doesn't realize that it's him, and uh, Vogel, Wiggy, who already who already told Nora that he's just going to kill her anyway, shoots Vogel and tosses her off the roof, and Damien stops it with his magic, and she's hovering over there with his magic, and he stops the bullets, and had this huge fight with himself while she's hovering, hovering over the rooftop, and yeah. never once. Like- does he move his arm? I know it's and, just driving me and, crazy. And and, and, and I know where they get to, I love it. But this was in goofs. This yeah. was in goofs. And I believe what's that? This is the big goofy. Where's goofy? What? This is oh. the big goof. Oh well, shit, man. Well, I've been fuck. Are you kidding me? I've been sitting here patiently. And now you're just going to go, okay, now is my time to shine. Give me a break. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Could have could have saved the cat. All right. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Goodbye to both of you. Whoa, whoa, easy, easy. Yeah. Fuck, man. I think uh, we'll just give him a week off next week. That was. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to give him a little extra work. Yeah, we really played him like a fiddle this mm. week, but. We should be more sensitive. He needs to cool off, but a week off from Goofy. All right. Yeah. So, no, no, no. That was like, uh, that was, uh, I know they're trying to create some big, like final confrontation that, that, that creates this really big climax and stuff, but there's gotta be a better setup uh, than that. You know what I mean? It, I, I love where they get to because he eventually has to drop her. Because she tells him that she, because remember, it's not that they haven't seen each other. He was dead for right. 23 years. And her purpose in life was to go to Mollus because she can have her daddy back. Yeah. And she won't let him die again to save and let her drop. There had to be a way to do this that didn't involve the fact that it's Damien Dark can do magic with his hand. He could just move his hand at any point over to the mm-hmm. roof. <laughs> or or walk backwards five feet anything know? while he's getting his ass beat so i'm loving the i'm loving what they're doing together mm-hmm. they're they're seen together during this while she's being held up by the wires and i'm I, i'm loving that shit 
Mm-hmm. I love bad practical more yeah, than know, CGI. Yeah. More than CGI. Yeah. And uh oh, they had wind they had the wind machines blowing on her from underneath. Uh I was loving yeah, it. Yeah. And love everything. When he drops her and says, I love you, that's the, that's what ne- needed to happen. She needed to be selfless, and that activated the totem, and she gets bird powers and they kick the shit out of Wiggy. Okay. And so that's uh, what it was. I see. She had yeah. to be selfless. Okay. She had to be selfless. So that's what I'm talking about. That's the thing that I'm liking about this. I'm like, they are giving all of the heroic beats of this episode to the villains. Mm-hmm. And I find that with all of the goofy shit around it, I'm impressed by that choice. Like, mm-hmm. that's different. I'm like, that's really because mm-hmm. like yeah, they're the ones definitely most stands out. It's doing this. Yeah. But that's mixed in with all the other stuff of like Zari and them being stuck in the purple zone. And... Exactly. Delivering the major exposition yeah. of what, what the, the whole point of the season is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's for me a little, this is my third time watching it. I get it. But I would imagine yeah. for a first time watcher, that's like, that's a major bit of information that you yeah. just dropped in the middle of this. So right. I, I understand. <laughs> so Travis, you know, when you watch this for the third time, you know, you'll, you'll feel that way. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And while they're kicking ass, these soldiers arrive. And uh, apparently Damien Dark, they, they confirmed he's 257 years old. And Nor knocks out Wiggy and gets to say that she always wanted to do that. And he's like, nice one, hun. Like, not, not even a, and I like that, not even a like, really, Nora doll? But he's just like, no, sure, fine, punch me. I was an yeah, asshole yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he even says, the only thing he hates more than speedsters is this guy over here. He's like, remember when I had a bad wig and I had no mm-hmm. sense of humor? What is two thumbs and hates and this hated? And, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. And Vogel gets killed. He's trying to give the secret to cold fusion, which apparently is one piece of paper yeah, and one that's equation. All yep, that's yep. all it is. And on the back of a cocktail napkin. On the back of a cocktail napkin from a Hardee's in East Berlin. <laughs> Is the secret to cold fusion? It's really that simple. <laughs> it's in the doll. It was all a ruse, and he gives it to Ray. And Ray's trying to save him, but Damien Dark kills him because he can't ruin a perfect record. And it's Wally's time. Oh, I'm sorry. Before Wally comes, Nora apes up and breaks Ray's suit. And he's going to shoot her. She's like, come on, you know, you're not going to fucking shoot me. You know, you wanted to fuck me since you saw me at that coffee shop when I was 11 years old, Ray Palmer, you fucking freak. Mm-hmm. And he won't, but he goes, hmm, what, how do I get out of this? And this is a bit I really enjoy. He blows up the fucking Berlin Wall. That causes a time quake that will get the legend's attention and go, what the fuck was that? That must be fucking Ray. Someone just blew- Yeah, that made sense. Yeah. And uh, but that also breaks time more. Uh-huh. So Mollus is closer to coming out of these cracks in time. He's also closer to coming out of cracks in her head because that's where we're getting. And that's what we see at the end there. That's what we see at the end. And it's Wally's time to shine as a legend after fucking up you know, left and right. And he zips in there, gets Ray, also pickpockets uh, Damien Dark of yeah, the, nice touch. the Firestones because he's like, 
that looked like something that fits the description of souvenirs. That's what we do on this team, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I loved that. That made so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then the darks, they take off. They're feeling good. But Dr. Uh, Dr. Bennett, but Director Bennett, he's trying to stop Alexander Hamilton from seeing Hamilton. Yeah, and they yeah. get in the whole, how do you get tickets to Hamilton joke, which mm-hmm. is, it's again, one of those jokes that I'm like, I, I, I hate it when they put in something that that's not going to, no one's going to know, know what that fucking means in uh, so, 10 years. That's will be a thing. Like there was a time when people actually liked Min- Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I gotta say, I enjoy Hamilton. I, have no I don't think, I don't, I don't it. think, I don't think it's the most revolutionary piece of yeah. musical theater of all time, yeah. but as far as a musical that I enjoy, I enjoy yeah. it. You know? Yeah, it's just become it's one fine. of those things like like it's Big fine. Bang Theory that it's just like, no, I'm, I'm going to try than to Big just Bang never. I mean, it, I just it's become so overwhelmingly popular. I'm going to try to make it throughout my life without ever seeing it. That's going to be my achievement. Sort of like I just me. find him. I find him so fucking grating, man. He's just such. He can be. Oh, he he he. Oh, I I agree hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah. percent. But look, all those Broadway dudes, him, fucking, uh, yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber, all of them. They're all the same fucking way, you know. Uh, It's okay as long as I enjoy the the singing and the dancing that mm -hmm. they're putting on. Mm -hmm. But I I totally get it. But uh, Grodd drops in in the background while this is happening. I love that shot of Grodd's wrecking shit in the background before Bennett gets mutilated by Gorilla Grodd. And they even get in the whole, oh my God, actually, it's Grodd. Hey, I don't care. I think they do that almost every time Grodd appears, and I'm like, it cool, always works for me. Grodd willing. I hope they just keep finding new ways to do it. <laughs> Hit you, Grodd bless you. <laughs> I'm gonna start just doing that mm-hmm. and thinking people will go. Did he just? <laughs> the next Grodd time I'm just on the phone, with him, Grodd help us all. You know, just drop it in and not even pretend that it's anything different uh, than my normal. Grodd bless us, everyone. <laughs> That's how Grodd changes history with his time yeah. stone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's back in Dickensian England. Yes, that's how he starts. So again, Rip is back on the job because Ava's at the boss now. Mistake, mistake, Ava. Yeah, I get that. I get that feeling too. That's this is that long con here. Not that's so much a con, but we're, you'll find out. Rips up. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, so we cut to the gym and Nate's pumping them fucking guns hmm. mm-hmm. and has a little yeah. talk with us. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. He's expecting Amaya to walk in. And he's talking to Ray about he figures out Ray's got the hots for Nora. And he's like, yeah, she's hot. She's crazy, which is also hot. And I'm like, you ain't lying. Mm. <laughs> and he says, you're a delicate flower, Raymond Palmer. Take care of that heart of yours, which is a clunky piece of dialogue that I thought was delivered amazingly well by young Nick Zano. I'm like, yes, so, yeah. That's, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's my boy, man. Yeah. yeah, he can make chicken salad out of chicken shit. He's good mm-hmm. at that. Big time. Yeah. That's, that's that's all he had to do this episode. His only thing to do in this episode was pump those fucking guns and yeah. kill on a bad line of dialogue. Yeah, that's and a, and well, now he also had to come in looking kind of high. I mean, be <laughs> high, be high. Yeah, 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 that's it. Put on a tie dye. Be nice. high. Nice. Pump your guns. 
and fucking kill it, you son of a bitch. That's called living in Vancouver, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Ava has to leave because her boss is killed by a gorilla. They got to fix the Berlin Wall. And so Riff says to him, like, so you and Sarah. And she, she looks at him with this look of total seriousness and sort of sadness and says, she's special. And again, he does his rip, what do we call it? The, the rip zip or the... Whatever it was. The, whatever. Oh, it was the art, the art chart. He gives an art, art chart, chart. The art chart where he turns around real quick and he goes, so are you. Like she couldn't fucking yeah, hear yeah. him right there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he says, Gideon, delete file 354Z. And she does and sounds sad about it, which I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't we already establish that Gideon stops listening to this asshole and yeah. yet we're doing it again? And she sounds, she sounds sad about it. I'm like, this piece of shit. Gideon's just his fucking slave. Yeah, it's fucked up it? that he still that he still has uh, power in that ship. Because she sent him notice. She sounded sad about that. Like, yes, Captain. Like, yeah. she was against her will. She knew that this was better. And... Uh, hmm. it, I'm projecting a little, but there's a lot there with Rip, yeah. by the way. Uh, okay. he, he, he's not breaking bad or anything, but there's a lot of like, no, he was a terrible captain and he remains to be a terrible fucking person. Mm. Wow. <laughs> he, he wasn't any good at any of it. Well, he looks good on a collector's glass, I'll tell you. Uh, that. Yes, he certainly does. <laughs> so we wrapped this up with the darks and they're having this, their emotional scene where Damien is crying, telling Nora that he's sorry about putting her into the arms of a demon but you know it was the only way he could come back to life and sorry for losing the fire totem calls malice the big guy so malice is gordon jump if that was the fucking reveal i'd be fucking <laughs> wkrp in cincinnati <laughs> and he brings her a hot chocolate just like she had with her future lover when she was 11 years old <laughs> and Tells her he's proud of her and he has to go and wipe his eyes. But uh oh, she goes all fucking malice. Her eyes go red and black scars appear. And yeah, and he comes back. The eyes are, are fine, but she's got these like black so demon face stars. tattoo. Face tattoos. That's what it looks like. And like, yeah, like, yeah, Tyson. Look like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> and she's like, he said, I'm fine, daddy. I'm trying to do a fucking Tyson on the yeah. spot. But oh, he's says, nothing to worry about. You, you got nothing to worry about, Damien. Everything on top of it. Mary, Mary, she's a good guy. Good guy. He's he's Jewish. Don't worry. Don't worry. His his defense is impenetrable. (laughs) So that was one of these episodes, Travis. Um, But but like when she turned around there, are we supposed to? Okay. Yeah. But is that supposed to be like, is he going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with your face? Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. We don't get to see him. We don't get, we don't get to see him do the spit take of the hot chocolate. Yeah. Or like look at camera. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it ends. That's what he Ray Palmer your... would have done if he was in the room at that moment. That's what I'm you're, saying. You're not, you're not kidding. Does. You're not kidding. Yes. Ray, it would have been Ray doing a shot right down the barrel, going, "What yeah. is going on?" And I thought this lady was gonna be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been talking for a long time. I enjoyed this one, Travis. Not so much, but what I yeah, love I mean, I like it. Like conversation. Like a... Yeah, I love Cold War stuff. I like I think they should have gone to Russia if it's 64. Why go to Germany? 
Like you want, if you want to, like a really uh, like uh, I, for the Berlin you, Wall, I, for the Berlin Wall, I think that. Yeah, that's I guess. I mean, you Berlin could have found Wall something thing. else though to make it more like period Pacific or period specific. Um, what part of Vancouver did they use for the uh, Eastern? I, I don't know. That's uh, what I was trying to figure out too. I wasn't watching this with my wife. I don't even know where that was. Um, but anyways, uh, th this gives me an, an excuse to recommend a great Cold War text, which is uh, Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. It is so fucking good that's what this kept reminded me of which is like a pure james bond uh but mixed in with that kind of great escape um but like one uh one oh man oh dude if there is one video game i would recommend you play all the way through johnny hedgepeth it is metal yeah. gear solid three snake eater it's got everything you would love uh it's got like a, it's got a theme song that would have fit in with uh uh the uh, old, like superheroes that, that era um, oh, it's got superhero elements, man. It's got a little bit of everything, but mixed in with that historical. Uh, Does uh, it have fiction. Rooster Cogburn fighting superhero? <laughs> it should. It should. I mean, maybe I didn't get that far. But it could be an unlockable. Well, in, in that case, uh, maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> I never will. But thank you for giving us a try here on Gideon, guys. Uh, we got to wrap this up. Thank you once again, Travis. Thanks to all, everyone who's listening to the show, uh, supporting us. Um, and uh, spread the word if you can. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter, on Snapchat, where I do nothing and people follow us all the time. Follow Travis at Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, and, to yeah. And Twitch. And Twitch, of course, yeah. to follow yeah. us at watch Mystery Titans Theater. The one coming up we talked about earlier is a laugh of fucking riot. Thanks to our friends over at Bebo's Legends Podcast, um, House of Damage Podcast, Legends Clips, whenever the fuck Twitter lets them out of Twitter jail. And thank you all once again, and we will talk to you next time as we... I, I, I have to reveal it, buddy. I have to reveal it. Mm -hmm. We're going to have one of the ultimate components. Oh, baby. Yo, yeah, baby. Yo, yeah, baby. Because we're going to 1950s in Memphis. All right. Next all right. time I'm getting it, guys. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Adios.